Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Hello, and welcome back to our series on Jane Eyre. In this podcast, we look at the settings within Jane Eyre. Bronte's settings in Jane Eyre are crucial in understanding Jane's character and the way she develops. Each of the five settings are associated with different stages in her transition through this building's romance, the story of Jane growing up. Bronte uses setting to give separate aspects of the story their distinct nature. Each has an influence on Jane's development, and each is associated with particular characters. Each movement to a different place is prompted by a specific event or action. The names of each location have symbolic meaning. The gates open for Jane at the beginning of the story. Low Wood is a particularly low point in her life, where she finds it difficult to see what to do. Thornfield has connotations of pain and difficulty. The barren, thorny field where nothing can grow. At Moor House, Jane experiences more freedom and can grow in the open country, become independent and confident again. Coming from Hayworth, Bronte also had special affection for the wildness and life of the moors, even if it is a rugged and untamed landscape. Finally, Ferndean has connotations of greenery and fertility, creating an impression of the fulfilment and civilization that Jane finds in her marriage there. Gateshead is the home of the Reed family, and Jane is constantly reminded that she doesn't belong there. John even tells her she can't read their books because she's a dependent, orphaned and taken in as a ward by her uncle, now dead. At Gateshead, Jane is taught that she's poor, plain and insignificant, worse, a burden and an inconvenience. One of the most memorable Gateshead scenes is the red room, where Jane is taken after hitting John as punishment for unfitting behaviour. The room is dark and red, decorated in heavy velvet and damask. Thick, luxurious fabrics that emphasise the Reed's wealth, but also trap Jane in the room. Her experience there is terrifying. She sees what she believes, as a child, to be the ghost of her uncle who was laid out in the room. She also sees herself reflected in a mirror, but doesn't recognise herself, and calls the reflection a sprite. One of several times Jane is associated with the supernatural. The red room is a place of psychological horror. She becomes overwhelmed with her imagination and screams out, terrified. Her experience is the catalyst for Jane's next movement. The experience leaves her so shaken that Dr. Lloyd is called, and he recommends she go to school. The Lowood School was influenced by a school Charlotte Bronte attended with three of her sisters at Cowan Bridge. Bronte describes Jane's arrival to the school in darkness, a solitary candle lighting her way. The students are strictly taught, each knowing their place and what to do, and being punished if they deviate from it. Their food is appalling, often burnt yet cold when served, and little of it. Bronte also mentions an outbreak of typhus sweeping the school, semi-starvation and neglected colds leaving the students vulnerable. Half were ill at any one time. This draws on Bronte's experiences. Cowan Bridge was a difficult place, and two of her sisters became ill there and later died at home. Charlotte and Emily were removed from the school and returned home for lessons. Although Lowood is a low point for Jane, Bronte's narrative tells us it wasn't all bad. 
She met Helen and Miss Temple, who helped her understand herself further and to try to become more understanding and forgiving towards others. Important life lessons for her. It also gave her the ability to support herself as a governess, which is what enables her to go to Thornfield. When she moves on, it demonstrates that Jane is growing up. She advertises for a position and wins it on the basis of her character and abilities, and acts independently. Thornfield is a strange place to Jane. It's very grand and stately, as Rochester's family home, showing his aristocratic background, but there's a lot of Gothic imagery associated with it. The dining room is full of statues like effigies, more often found in cemeteries than homes. The rooms are frequently dark and underused, filled with strangeness, repeatedly used to describe the place, relics and the pallid gleam of moonlight. Thornfield offers gothic romance and horror. The mocking laugh of Bertha Mason is often heard. But there's also her love affair with Rochester that develops. In terms of growing up, Jane also experiences different aspects of womanhood. As well as the extremely negative portrayal of Bertha, we have Mrs Fairfax, who is kindly, warm and loving, while Blanche Ingram, the aristocratic socialite, is icy cold and disdainful. All these different ideas are a part of Jane's experiences, leading her to decide what kind of a woman she wants to become. And she finds more examples at Moore House. The Rivers sisters are similar to Mrs Fairfax, except more in line with Jane's own class, middle class, but relatively impoverished and making do as best they can. When Jane leaves Thornfield secretly after the wedding failure, she's near starving and desolate when the Rivers take her in, demonstrating Christian charity and goodness that contrasts with the harsh, often brutal version of Christian charity displayed at Lowood. It's a small family home, and this is really the first place that Jane genuinely feels like she has a family and is loved as an equal. This enables her to grow in independence and confidence again. She decides to teach. She decides to reject Sinjin's proposal of marriage. When she receives her inheritance, her choosing to share it with the Rivers indicates how important the family has become to her, particularly as it emerges that they are in fact cousins. A striking coincidence, more of a plot device than anything, but it finally gives Jane a family that cares for her. The supernatural voice that prompts Jane's movements to Ferndean is something we'll discuss in a later podcast. She travels away from Morehouse and back to Thornfield, but it has been destroyed, a metaphor of fire cleansing the rotten, unholy lives of the people who lived there. Bertha is dead, and Rochester maimed. And so Jane comes to Ferndean. Its description is hardly promising, desolate, deep buried in the woods, and unlettable because no tenant wants to be so isolated. Jane comes on it at night. She does a lot of nighttime travelling, which makes her movements between settings often seem ominous or slightly frightening, a venture into the dark unknown. But being reunited with Rochester, Ferndean becomes a place of solace and joy as they marry and have a son together. Hopefully that has given you food for thought with regards to the importance of the settings. In the next podcast, we will be discussing the themes of inequality and independence. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. 
Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.